What's up, everybody? Good morning, and welcome back to the Professional Brotherhood Podcast. Today is another mutual aid episode. Happy to have you here along for the ride. And we are going to talk about transition today, but a different type of transition. Okay, Typically, um, when we speak of transition, and we have talked about it before, we are we typically talk about the transition from a, a rank and file firefighter to an officer's position. Right? And we've talked about that transition a few times. Um, this past week, we discussed elections and qualifications for elections and the election process and what makes or can make a good officer. All right, so typically we talk about transmi- transition, not transmission. We've got enough of that going on in the world today, right? Uh, transition um, in that order, okay? But there's also a different type of transition that goes on in the fire service, and that's a transition of somebody whose time it is to move along from either being an officer back to a rank-and-file firefighter or in a case like my own, being the chief and transitioning into a new role, whether it's coming back in as an officer again, or it's transitioning um, back to being a rank and file firefighter. And this happens all the time across the volunteer fire service, right? Now, I know there's organizations out there that have different ways of doing this. Um, I know in some parts of the world, um, once you have successfully completed your job as the chief and it's time to transition to a new role, uh, some organizations make their past or ex-chiefs, however you refer to them, um, deputy chiefs. And they still have the ability to um, respond and fill the command role when there are no current chiefs available. And uh, that's an interesting system to me. I know it works out very well in some parts of the world. Um, not a system that I am familiar with, but uh, I, I do think it's a good way to you know, keep your um, uh, ex-chiefs active um, in, in a role. Uh, but in lots of places, when you're done, when you're done at the top spot, right, you just, if you're not recirculating or recycling back into the line somehow, um, you are typically going back to a role as a rank and file firefighter. And, and that transition can be a difficult one. Uh, and it's, it's your responsibility as the person transitioning out to make sure that that transition runs smoothly. Um, what have you been doing that maybe others don't know about just because, you know, so much goes on in the day-to-day life of somebody who's ultimately responsible for an organization. So are you making sure that you're passing along all the knowledge you have uh, regarding the job and what's being done and how you're doing it and where you're getting things and, and, and who your contacts are? And, you know, are you um, passing this all along to the person that's going to be stepping up into your into your spot, are you making yourself available to that person 
when they take the step up. You know, I don't talk politics on the show ever. I try not to talk politics on my social media feeds. Um, but if you if you look at what's going on in the country right now with the transition of power, right, we see that regardless of what side of the political fence you fall on, that if transition um, is not accepted and both parties work together, transition can be extremely difficult, right? And, and that should not be any different in our role as volunteer fire officers, right? We want to make sure the transition is smooth. Listen, the job of a chief officer is, or, or any officer for that matter, is to create and empower the next, the next leader, the next officer, right? You want to pass along an organization to somebody who could potentially make it even better than you did, right? That should be your goal. That should absolutely be your goal. Now, in order to do that, you need to be there to offer your support. Now, in far too many instances, that transition is a bitter one. And I don't know why, right? Um, part of it, I'm sure, is personalities. Part of it is, you know, maybe the person whose time it is to move along doesn't want to move along. Um, maybe they're not ready to move along. Maybe they're bitter that they have to move along. Um, but it, it, it happens, right? It, it, it happens to the best of us for whatever reason. Uh, maybe you're moving along because your bylaws say you have to. Uh, maybe you're moving along because the membership says that you have to, because they're not happy with the job that you're doing. Um, sometimes you have to, you know, take a look in the mirror and, and, and just, you know, look, have I been doing the job to the best of my ability? And if, if they're asking me to move along when I could potentially continue to serve, why are they asking me to move along? What have, what have I been doing? Is it a personality conflict? Um, is it personal or is it the fact that you have not been giving your all to the job and the membership sees that? So these are all reasons for, you know, a potential transition. Um, now, there's also potential transitions where maybe you're in one of the lower lower line officer positions and for whatever reason, you have decided that this is not a pathway for you. You've decided this is not a pathway for you. Um, being an officer d does not work for you. Uh, maybe it's not about you personally or your potential or the fact that you could do the job. Maybe it's life, right? Maybe it is just life is getting in the way right now. Um, and, and that happens. Um, when, when I was younger and my kids were younger, um, the, the firehouse was still in the forefront of my mind all the time, right? And I was still, um, you know, running out the door to everything that I could. And, you know, I missed things in, in, in my children's childhood, uh, probably because of the firehouse. And uh, to some people, that's not acceptable, right? They don't want to do that. And I can't say that I blame them. Now that my kids are older, you know, I miss those moments. So I miss those moments that I probably missed, and, and I just miss those moments in general. 
So for somebody to kind of take a look at themselves and be like, hey, for whatever reason, whether it's work, family, um, this this isn't the pathway for me right now. Uh, and for them to realize that and to take themselves out on their own um, is a stand up thing to do. Right. I cannot fault anybody for looking at themselves, realizing that this isn't the thing for them right now. They can't dedicate the time um, and they can't do the job the way they want to do the job because of family, school, uh, work, whatever it may be. I respect that 150 percent. And probably more people need to do that because in, in, in my I have more respect for somebody that does that than for somebody that tries to hold on to the position and doesn't do the job, is never there, right? Doesn't partake uh, and just kind of glides along. Because, you know, we've had the conversation before that when you elect your lieutenant in the volunteer fire service, typically you're electing your future chief one day. So I respect somebody that says, hey, this isn't the time for me. Maybe I can do it in the future when things are are better for me personally, but right now is not that time. Um, So when that happens, or when somebody goes out at a lower line position for whatever reason, again, transition. That doesn't mean that they're still not a valuable firefighter. That doesn't mean that we still don't want them as part of the organization. That doesn't mean that we should make them feel any, any differently than they felt prior to making that transition out. Because more than likely, this person is valuable to our organization. And we want to keep them as a valuable part of our organization. So don't make them feel like, you know, they screwed the pooch or they fucked the fire department or whatever the hell it is. You know, understand, understand what what people go through. Understand that people have a life to live outside the volunteer fire service, that people have jobs outside the volunteer fire service and be accepting of that. And because somebody is willing enough to man up and be like, hey, this isn't for me right now. I can't do it. I need to take some time and dedicate it to my job or to my family. Um, but I still want to be active and I still want to partake. I just can't take on that extra responsibility. Respect them for that, right? Honor them for that and, and, and do your best to keep them around, to keep them active and to accept that transition. So, you know, these things are, are important. We continuously talk about transition in, but what about transition out? Because transition out happens all the time uh, for a variety of different reasons. And are we um, isolating people or are we doing our best to retain them, to keep them active, to keep them around? You know, jumping back to the chief's role for a minute, I know far too many ex-chiefs that once they're done as chief of the department, it's like, boom, it's over. It's like their career is done. They don't come around anymore. They don't partake. They don't. And, and, and that is a shame because. Most of the time, we are losing out on years and years of knowledge, skills, and ability of people that could continue to help educate our, the people at our firehouse, people that could keep tradition alive, um, people that, that, that are valuable to the team. And it sucks that more often than not, we lose those people for one reason or another. Right? I understand wholeheartedly if, if people want to take a break. You know, hey, I'm going to take a month off and just kind of decompress and accept my new role. And, you know, I'll be back, but I'm going to take a little time off. Um, Listen, most of us love this job. 
we're not in it. We're not volunteering our time because we're miserable. We're volunteering our time because it's something we love and enjoy and we want to be a part of, all right? And and it's important to keep that and to harness that and to keep the people that truly love what they do around for as long as we possibly can. So we got to take a look at transition in. We got to take a look at transition out. So that's my uh, that's my mutual aid for today. Uh, I hope that, uh, as always, I hope you find this message valuable. I'd love to hear some feedback from you. I'm sure that many of you have been in one of these positions, whether it's the transition in or the transition out. I'd love to hear what you think about what I had to say today. Um, as always, please drop us an email at professionalvff. That's professionalvff at gmail.com. Um, you can always contact us via uh, social media. Instagram is at professional.brotherhood and Facebook is at Chief Soller. Um, message on either one of those platforms and we always get back to you. Um, check out the website. You can link to the YouTube page, to the merchandise store, to the blog. Lots of new information going up on the blog, which is cool. Um, basically, any one of our, you can get to any one of our social media pages or links or, or contact page through the website, professionalbrotherhood.com. And uh, if you have an idea for a future episode, a potential guest, maybe you'd like to be a potential guest on the show uh, because you feel like you have something to share, that'd be great. Please reach out to us via the email, via social media, or via the website. And I would love to talk to you about that. My friends, please don't forget a paycheck does not make you a professional. How you approach the job does. Stay healthy, stay safe, and until next time, have a great day.